Hello, friends. Happy Friday to you. What a happy moment. I really do enjoy getting to say happy Friday. And if you're listening to this and it's not on a Friday, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's a little awkward. But if this is Friday, good on you. Good on you. And particularly good on me. Because right now, if you're listening to this on Friday, I am in the middle of the Tasmanian Highlands, hiking through the pouring rain. What am I doing? But anyway, it should be a lot of fun. And um, I hope you are doing well. And I get a bit ahead of myself sometimes. And yesterday was a perfect example. I thought, people might not know much about Melchizedek. I should do a little explanation. And then today, oh man, I need to read a a chapter ahead because today is all about Jolly Melchizedek. You're going to basically have a repeat but in a much more eloquent and learned way from the author of Hebrews, who's going to tell the Melchizedek story. So join me, friends, as we read together this chapter of Hebrews that lays clear who Jesus is as the central high priest of our faith. Join me for Hebrews chapter 7. This Melchizedek was king of Salem and priest of God Most High. He met Abraham returning from the defeat of the kings and blessed him, and Abraham gave him a tenth of everything. First, the name Melchizedek means king of righteousness. Then also, king of Salem means king of peace. Without father or mother, without genealogy, Without beginnings of days or end of life resembling the Son of God, he remains a priest forever. Just think how great he was. Even the patriarch Abraham gave him a tenth of the plunder. Now the law requires the descendants of Levi, who became priests, to collect a tenth from the people, that is, from their fellow Israelites even though they also are descended from Abraham. This man, however, did not trace his descent from Levi, yet he collected a tenth from Abraham and blessed him who had the promises. And without doubt, the lesser is blessed by the greater. In the one case, the tenth is collected by people who die, but in the other case, by him who is declared to be living. One might even say that Levi who collects the tenth, paid the tenth through Abraham, because when Melchizedek met Abraham, Levi was still in the body of his ancestor. If perfection could have been attained through the Levitical priesthood, and indeed the law given to the people established that priesthood, why was there still need for another priest to come, one in the order of Melchizedek, not in the order of Aaron? For when the priesthood is changed, the law must be changed also. He of whom these things are said belonged to a different tribe, and no one from that tribe has ever served at the altar. For it is clear that our Lord descended from Judah, and in regard to that tribe, Moses said nothing about priests. And what we have said is even more clear if another priest, like Melchizedek, appears one who has become a priest not on the basis of a regulation as to his ancestry, 
but on the basis of the power of an indestructible life. For it is declared, You are a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. The former regulation is set aside because it was weak and useless, for the law made nothing perfect, and a better hope is introduced by which we draw near to God. And it was not without an oath. Others became priests without any oath, but he became a priest with an oath when God said to him, The Lord has sworn and will not change his mind. You are a priest forever. Because of this oath, Jesus has become the guarantor of a better covenant. Now there have been many of those priests since death prevented them from continuing in office. But because Jesus lives forever, he has a permanent priesthood. Therefore, he is able to save completely those who come to God through him because he always lives to intercede for them. Such a high priest truly meets our need, one who is holy, blameless, pure, set apart from sinners, exalted above the heavens. Unlike the other high priests, he does not need to offer sacrifices day after day, first for his own sins and then for the sins of the people, he sacrificed for their sins once and for all when he offered himself. For the law appoints as high priest men in all their weakness, but the oath which came after the law appointed the Son, who has been made perfect forever. Jesus, you state it so clearly here that our attempts to justify ourselves and come into your presence on our own bat, they are weak and useless. Us following the law, us following the rules, us thinking we are strong enough to find perfection under our own steam. But you have brought us a better hope. You, in your perfection, draw us near to yourself and to your Father through your Spirit. Jesus, thank you for this gift. And thank you for being this eternal and bomb-proof high priest for us that draws us ever closer to yourself, to God. We love you and we are in awe at how amazingly you have fulfilled all that needed to be fulfilled so that we could live as forgiven and sanctified sons and daughters of the Most High God. We love you and we praise you and in your name we pray. Amen. <laughs>